0: This is the One Verse Podcast, where we liberate scripture from religion one verse at a time. Welcome to the One Verse Podcast. I'm your teacher for this podcast, Jeremy Myers. Hope that along with the podcast, you've joined me online somewhere. Facebook, Twitter even. Not super active on Twitter, but you can join me there. Um, or my website, redeeminggod.com. We have an online discipleship group, which you are invited to join. We have a private Facebook group. You get free eBooks, uh, Over $1,000 in online courses. A whole bunch of other stuff. And uh, one of the things we do in those courses is look at difficult and tricky topics and passages from Scripture. Like the one we're looking at today, Romans 9.3, where it appears that Paul wishes that he could be cursed to hell. (laughs) Go to hell. And um, a lot of people struggle with this verse. You know, is that how I'm supposed to feel? I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven when I die. But it seems like Paul, this super spiritual apostle Paul... He wanted to go to hell for the sake of his brother. Oh no, is that what I'm supposed to do? Well, that's what we're going to talk about in today's podcast episode as we look at Romans 9.3. Now again, this is one of the verses we look at in my online course, the Gospel Dictionary. The Gospel Dictionary looks at 52 key words of the gospel. Well, you know, if you're leading a Bible study or maybe a pastor preaching some sermons... uh, this online course is going to give you a year's worth of stuff to talk about. 52 keywords, all related to the gospel. And I define the word, and then we look at multiple Bible passages that have that word in it. Uh, the course isn't done yet, but I'm adding new lessons all the time. And when it's done, it's going to contain hundreds of hours of teaching. Okay, That course right there should invite you to join the discipleship group. Um, it's more than worth the price of joining. By the way, the price is just to support the work I'm doing online. I wish I could give all this stuff away from f- for free, but, but uh, I just can't and also pay my bills and everything. So uh, that, 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 that the price of joining is just sort of your gift to me as a thank you for what I'm doing. And then I thank you in return for listening and reading some of the stuff I put out. Um, by giving you all these free courses. But of course, this podcast is free. Everything I write on my blog is free, redeeminggod.com. So um, your gift to me sort of helps pay for some of that so that I can continue to put it out and reaching hundreds of thousands of people around the world every single month. So thank you for joining me. If you do want to join me and you haven't yet, just go to redeeminggod.com slash join. All right, then you'll get emails to join the discipleship group, get your free eBooks, and also get access to all of the free online courses. All right, see you there. So, Romans 9, 3. Here's what Paul writes. He says, For I could wish that I myself were accursed from Christ for my brethren, my countrymen, according to the flesh. All right, so uh, is Paul saying in this verse that he wishes he could go to hell if this would mean that his Jewish brethren would believe in Jesus and become Christians? Well, I'm not. I'm just gonna jump right to it. You know, cut to the cu- uh, cut to the chase. Uh, Paul does not desire to go to hell in Romans nine three. All right. First of all, hell is not mentioned. Go look at the verse again. Paul does not mention hell in the verse or in the context. He uses this word accursed. All right, and uh, that uh, that he he desires to be accursed if this would allow his brother and the Jewish people to recognize. Jesus as the Messiah. Remember, uh, Paul was Jewish, so when he talks about his brethren, that's what he's referring to, uh, the Jewish people. So what's this word accursed? Well, again, the word accursed is one of the words I look at in the Gospel Dictionary, and we'll be looking at another verse next week in the podcast that talks about this verse, or uh, that talks about this word. Uh, But here, the word accursed is the word anathema, all right? And um, it doesn't mean going to hell when you die. Uh, You know, if that's what it means, then yes, Paul would be wishing that he could go to hell when he dies if only his fellow Israelites would be saved. And and again, it it does sound very noble, right? Very, very spiritual. Paul was saying, oh, I would give up my place in heaven. I would go to hell if if that would just lead to my Jewish brother and my friends and family, according to, to my heritage, my traditions, if that would lead to them becoming a Christian. Sounds very noble. Uh, and, and then lots of Christians say, oh boy, I'm not as spiritual as Paul because I don't feel that. I don't want to spend eternity in hell, eternity separated from God and God. I don't know what your beliefs are about hell. So if you think that uh, hell doesn't exist, or if you think of um, uh, that uh, an annihilationism where after people die, eventually they just are annihilated, okay, then then this verse is a little bit softened for you. Uh so and if you believe in universalism everybody goes to hell or everybody goes to heaven I'm sorry the other way around the other type of universalism then um this verse doesn't make a whole lot of sense for you either. Um but I I none of those look that all gets into a topic uh, that that we don't want to discuss today and besides that the whole debate disappears when you realize the meaning of anathema. Okay? Um Paul is not saying that he wishes he could go to hell. Really, the the translation is the traitor here. So there's a couple of ways of translating Romans nine three that have caused lots of confusion. Uh, sometimes this is, you know, a lot of times if you if you run across a trip a, a tricky and difficult text in scripture, one of the easiest ways is just to go compare other Bible translations. If you mean, if you don't know Greek and, and don't want to dive into the Greek studies. Um, you, you could just go compare some other Bible translations and get a, an idea that maybe there are different ways of understanding this text. Anyway, that's what's going on in Romans nine three as well. We not only have this difficult word anathema or cursed, uh, which is uh, here, uh, but also this this concept of being, uh, which Paul says from Christ, accursed from Christ or anathema from Christ. All right, so you just uh, in a couple Bible translations, the New King James Version, for example, which is the one I use. Paul says he wishes he were accursed from Christ. All right, we'll talk about what that means. Um, But the other translations have it differently. The New American Standard, for example, has separated from Christ. Uh, The New International Version, uh, I'm sorry to be so negative on the New International Version so often. You Go back and listen to the last podcast episode where I, I was really negative about the New International Version and its translation of 1 John uh, you know, I wasn't as negative as I could be, though. I have, when I have taught this before in discipleship groups or, or uh, Bible studies, uh, even when I was a, a full-time uh, paid pastor, when I preached on this pa- text, I told people, obviously not literally, but I invited them if they use the NIV to just rip First John right out of their Bibles and then uh, <laughs> go copy it from from some other Bible and stick it in there. It's just that bad. Anyway, uh, New International Version is not so great here on Romans 9-3 either. Uh, They translated this as to be cut off from Christ. Uh, And that really gets this idea here of losing your eternal life or something like that. Okay, this idea of being cut off. I'm not really even that fond of separated because it sort of gives the same idea. All right, so what is Paul talking about? Well, look, uh, it is possible, I will admit it, that Paul is referring to being eternally separated, cut off, accursed from Christ, and therefore going to hell when he dies, rather than to heaven and eternal life. Um, that is one possible understanding of this verse, but I don't think it's the most likely. All right, I think there are better options. Specifically, two possibly better options. The first option, which again is not not even the best. But I think that when Paul states his desire to be accursed from Christ, he could be saying that uh, he's sort of accursed by Christ. Uh, that, that that Jesus Christ is the originator of the anathema of the curse in a sense. Okay, so if that's what Paul means, he's basically saying that. Uh, if he were put to death, anathema, then it would be something that came from Christ. And so you'd say, well, Jesus Christ doesn't curse anybody, right? And so I-, I would reject this option. I don't think that is what he means at all. But notice here that in that case, it would mean that Paul was being physically put to death. All right. He was saying, Oh, I sure wish that Jesus Christ, if it would, if it would help, would put me to death, put me under a curse, if that would help my brethren become Christians. And what that does is it sort of leads us to what I believe Paul is actually saying here. When you go and study the word accursed, anathema, in the Greek, in the various other contexts that it is used in, it typically does not mean going to hell when you die, you know, being eternally separated from God, being under the eternal condemnation from God. It doesn't mean that at all. All right? Uh, We read that concept into the word. Really, what the word means is to experience physical death, okay? To have your life, in this life, cut short. uh, Typically under some judgment or condemnation from men, from some human authority. Okay, so we might say that someone who receives a death sentence, they were accursed under anathema from the authorities, from the government, all right? Jesus, in a sense, was accursed. He was anathema. By the Roman government when they uh, condemned him to death in the crucifixion, okay, and that's what Paul is referring to here. All right, he is saying that he would like, if it were possible, that if if the remember when he's writing Romans, okay, he's thinking about um, the uh, and, and this is what ended up happening: his imprisonment and his then eventual death by the Roman government. And he was saying, I would wish that if, if my physical death at the hands of the Roman government would lead to the salvation of all my Jewish brethren, <laughs> he says, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> I would do it in a second. He's not talking about whether or not he goes to heaven or hell after he dies. He's talking about how long he lives his physical life. He, he's saying, I, I would be fine with becoming a martyr, Being put to death by the Roman government for my faith, for my Christianity, if that would lead to the deliverance, the rescue, the salvation of the Jewish people. Okay? So what then does he mean by being accursed from Christ? Well, again, um, this word Christ here is uh, the the Hebrew word Mashiach, which could also be Messiah. We sometimes translate it that word, Christos in Greek. All right. And Paul, yes, it refers to Jesus, but it's also sort of a shorthand way to refer to life in Christ, or we could say life within the body of Christ. Uh, Christ is, is in reference to the rule and reign of Christ, the kingdom of God, um, just the, the rulership of Jesus over all things, which, of course, Jesus, as the head of the church, accomplishes through the church the body of Christ. Anyway, Christ, by the way, is another word we're going to be looking at in the Gospel Dictionary, so I don't want to get too much into that. But, but when Paul talks about it, especially in Romans, when he talks about Christ, he's not just referring to Jesus Christ, he, it is that, but also to the rule and reign of Christ. Uh, Christ the King, the Messiah, right? That's what he's referring to here. And so when when, when Paul says then, in Romans 9, 3, that he wishes he could be accursed from Christ, he's saying, you know what? I would willingly give up my my role, my place uh, within the rule and reign of Christ on this world right now, okay, if it would mean that my fellow Jews would come to faith in Christ and join the family of God, join the, the Christian community, if it would lead to that. Okay, Paul is not saying, I would willingly go to hell Right? Uh if for eternity, if 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 that would lead to my Jewish people becoming a Christian. No, he's saying that I, I would really give them my life. I would be cut off from the church, the body of Christ. I would die prematurely. I would suffer pain and, and martyrdom and death at the hands of the Roman Empire. I would be under their curse if it would lead to my Jewish brethren receiving Jesus as the Messiah. Okay? And of course, this would still allow Paul to spend eternity with God and with all the other saints, and of course, with all of his Jewish brethren as well, if it led to that. So, Romans 9.3. Okay, Paul does not have a hell wish. (laughs) He doesn't wish for hell. Instead, he's expressing a willingness to sacrifice himself for the sake of those he loves. All right? And this sacrificial willingness is extremely Christ-like, isn't it? just goes to show that if Paul were indeed to die for Christ as he desires, this doesn't separate him from Christ, but in fact, allows him to be a perfect representation of Jesus Christ instead. So, I hope that sort of helps you understand what Paul is talking about there in Romans 9.3, and also maybe alleviate some of your concern. I remember as a teenager, thinking, oh boy, this sure is wonderful of Paul to want to go to hell, but I could never do that. There's no way, as much as I would love other people, that I would want to spend eternity suffering in hell for all time, ever and ever and ever, just for the sake of some other people to go to heaven. Um, I just didn't think I could do that, and therefore it made me feel very guilty that I could never be as good of a Christian as Paul. Well, that's not what Paul is saying. By the way, that's not even what Paul thought about hell. Hell's not even mentioned here. And uh, that's not what hell is anyway. (laughs) Hell is not burning and screaming forever. Uh, You know, by the way, we're going to talk about hell in the Gospel Dictionary as well when we get there. So another word we'll be looking at. Lots of people have questions about it. We We will be discussing that as well. But that's not what Paul's talking about. And so therefore, if you've ever struggled with this verse, you don't need to worry about it. It might be willing, though, to say, Jesus, you know what, if you, if you require it, I would be willing to give up my life for the sake of other people, if that is what will help, okay? Because, um, you know, to live as Christ, but to die is gain, as Paul also wrote in Philippians. So uh, that is something we can shoot for and strive for if uh, God is leading us in that direction. Uh, But you might not be there yet. I'm not sure I am. I'm married and have kids. I would love to uh, continue my life with my wife and and see my children grow up and get married and have kids of their own and continue to teach and write and help you with your life as you seek to follow Jesus. So uh, anyway, um, but we'll see where God leads us all and leads you and leads me. Maybe it will be in the direction he was leading Paul. So uh, that's that's Romans 9.3. Hopefully that helps. If you have questions about it, make sure you can leave them in the comment section of our private Facebook group if you're part of the Redeeming God discipleship group. Uh, if you're not part of the Redeeming God discipleship group, it's easily fixed. Just go to redeeminggod.com slash join. You can join there. There's a way to join uh, with a small monthly fee of $9 or join at the annual rate of $89. You get two months free that way. And uh, you can cancel at any time. But when you do, you get access to all of my online discipleship courses and some free ebooks and also the private Facebook group. Uh, we monthly video chats, a whole bunch of great stuff to help you better follow Jesus, answer your questions, live and love others like Jesus as well. Hope you join us there. Thank you so much for listening today. Next week, we will be looking at 1 Corinthians 12, 3 and whether or not it gives the test of a true Christian. See you then.